0: Austin, I got a question for you. Okay, I might have an answer, but we'll figure it out. Uh, what do you got going on down there? Cut or uncut?
1: Oh, I'm clean as a
0: whistle, baby. I'm cut, scalped, scalped even, even. freshly, like the yeah, cut, I got like, it done last week, like the morning lawn. Oh, last week really? Yeah, newly, newly operated. You converted? <laughs> yeah, I did. I'm <laughs> to in Judaism. The...
1: No, to Scientology.
0: Oh, oh, they did it with a lightsaber.
1: Well, they call it a lightsaber. I'll be honest; it's more of a plasma cutter.
0: Oh, okay. Um, and it hurt a lot. It did. They took you on a spaceship, chopped it off.
1: Mm, no, they they called it a spaceship. It was just an operating room that was chrome. Wow. Oh. Circu- they had a lot of a lot of stuff like that.
0: Got it. Circumcision—they just like cut off the entire just top like the whole they just chop the whole thing off a little bit yeah you don't need to dig it's a myth that you need it what's actually the tip that you think it is is it's that's the part that healed right right
1: Mm -hmm. sure well it's like your how your belly button is where your umbilical cord was
0: right right um yeah
1: it's like scar my dick is 90 percent scar tissue at this point
0: okay cool i'm glad i just wanted to ask you that question get it out of the way do you want to ask me that question
1: there's some things I don't need answered.
0: You sure? You just ask me the question. Okay,
1: sure. Uh, what's going on down there?
0: Uh, I'm trans, and that's really offensive to ask me about my See, genitals. See, I saw this joke. Hashtag, can-
1: Hashtag canceled. I saw this joke coming from a mile away, which is why I didn't ask the question at first, I'll be honest. You're canceled.
0: back everyone to your favorite podcast also a confirmed president joe biden's favorite podcast he listens to every episode of the united states president the the official presidential podcast recorded live from inside the white house in the lincoln bedroom in bed it's explaining to austin
1: we share a bed with joe biden's dog
0: yeah not the one that i'm i'm one died. with
1: we share the bed with the one that likes to bite secret service right
0: because the one that died the one that died was the good one and the one that bites people is the one that's still alive much like and it tends
1: to bite like cops and right agents well
0: it's much the dogs are much like his real sons because the one that Mm. the one that everybody liked that was good died and and the one that is a bit of a is a bit of a, a mess so to speak uh still alive yikes yeah
1: maybe that was um in poor taste
0: (laughs) personally personally i i think bo biden the dead one can go fuck himself i'm a hunter stan all the way you seen that guy's cock you seen those leaked photos Mm. dude's fucking packed and he does drugs and he's married to like a south african heiress or something now (laughs) He converted to Judaism because he married like a South African heiress. Is that why you were woman. asking me about my penis? Yeah, I wanted to know if uh, if it connected to if, our story. Right. Okay. Um. Anyway, how are you, Austin?
1: I was pretty good, and then you hit me with all of that. Oh uh, well. No, I'm just okay.
0: <laughs> I'm sorry to hear that. Uh, You just know, just kidding. It, I'm
1: doing pretty good overall. What were you gonna say?
0: I was gonna say it's only Tuesday, but it's been a it's been a hell of a week already. Uh. It, in terms of in terms of some big news you know what I'm gonna t- you know what I'm talking about
1: who are you talking about uh, mr. mr. Uh, what's it Colin: um... Co Col- really
0: yeah that's how it was pronounced you didn't know that no and I hate everything about that yeah I don't know why it was pronounced that way either but yes Colin Powell but he's Powell, dead that's right. uh, you know
1: <clears throat> uh, rest in pieces war crimes scumbag
0: I mean you know it sucks that that he you know, pretty much lived a a life without repercussion or consequences and died, you know, fairly old and in his 80s, surrounded by his family. Yeah. Um, But, you know, he's still dead, which, you know, got to do where positives are due. You know, he's dead, and that's good.
1: Yeah, and, you know, it's not not all bad. Um, What's cool is, you know, in other news – another gender-neutral bathroom is being opened up in whatever fucking cemetery he's being buried in.
0: Probably Arlington, because he was a troop.
1: Oh, uh, yeah. You know what's really funny is, you know, I'm a big fan of Killer Mike's music, um, and I wish his politics were as intense as his music implies it is. Right. Um, but yesterday he posted a picture of, of Mr. Powell on his Instagram and was like, rest in peace to a black legend doing great things whatever whatever great american right all of the comments were negative well every comment on that post was like "Ooh, this ain't the one or like you fucked up or i don't know that what guy and then the post got deleted
0: i don't know what he expected given the like audience he's cultivated
1: that's what i'm saying i'm like dude do you not Like, you literally wrote a song about how evil Reagan was, and you're not going to see...
0: Yeah, Powell's Powell's not better. Well, and Powell also was in the Reagan administration. Um, Yeah, man. I can't remember what degree... I mean, obviously, nothing... He wasn't, like, you know, Secretary of Defense like he would be. Or not defense. What was he in Bush's cabinet? I can't remember. He was top military person. Um, I can't remember. I might be couldn't remember which one rumsfeld and which one he was but anyway he was a more minor person but he was still like involved in the reagan administration he helped he helped uh you know do he was active in a lot of the stuff we were doing in south america so i mean it's like you
1: know, it was funny too is in his song about reagan called reagan um he like even comes he comes at obama and clinton and reagan and bush like he's not Shying away from like other politicians that like are more on his side or whatever So the fact that he's like support like was saying rest in peace to this piece of shit was like Dude, I think you really fucked up here and I think he realized that either from deleted the, it either I don't know for what for why if it was just because the comments were negative and he was like Well, I don't want to piss people off or if he was like, oh shit, maybe he wasn't a good dude Right. I don't know. I don't well, know anything about maybe, it. I was just irritated when I saw that I was like, Maybe really? a social like,
0: media maybe his accounts run for him and uh oh, it, it ain't. it's set up it, well i'm gonna, what if what if it's set up that they just tweet any time a famous person dies um, it's just killer mike's account <laughs> it, Anytime real, like... anyone dies it's like no like someone if, completely if it was
1: him like on brand it would be like any time like a notable like famous black person died he would like it would be posted you know what i mean
0: right i'm just thinking like what if you know what if some just an you know, just, thing. yeah, just an automated thing, someone really an like RSS feed like right, like Robin Williams died and it's like man, shout out to Robin Williams.
1: Yeah, they have like a like a an algorithm that right, like he doesn't even write it. His, yeah. His yeah. Voice. nah I mean, he his Instagram is so clearly run personally by him. Yeah. <laughs> like 90% of the pictures on there are like um him like holding money and smoking weed and talking about how hot his wife is Uh or just like shit posting weird memes about fucking sure. And I love his Instagram most of the time, but man, that one was out of pocket. I was like, dude, really like,
0: um, well, so, you know, uh, that's fine. Uh, so yeah, rest in piss, Colin Powell, but also in the news a little more hopeful because maybe this will be a little more, uh, you know, a little more of a bit of an ownage so to speak uh but dennis prager has covid has covid yes
1: did you see why
0: uh yeah because did you see what he was he basically said? being like a, a a bug catcher uh and you know a like bug chaser. a bug chase yeah bug chaser he wanted it he yeah he was like going around trying to get it like people go around to get stds
1: he was like and he yeah he was like i was hugging and hugging everyone and giving everyone handshakes and being really close to people so i could get it and be treated with therapeutics and then be naturally immune as god intended right it's like you're gonna die from this well like
0: and 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 with all that the big debate online i've seen is you know is he one of these people you know like all of your republican politicians or your fox news types who Clearly have gotten vaccinated, but just don't want to admit it because, you know, it's Dude, lucrative Fox News for the fan base. Right. So is is Prager in that camp and he's just lying and like he's clear, he's been vaccinated. He still has it, but he was vaccinated. Or is he, you know, is he on the level of these stupid ass radio conservative hosts who have been kicking the bucket uh, and and literally is stupid enough to have not been vaccinated uh and got it anyway?
1: yeah no i have to wonder like is he like adamantly anti-vax for optics or genuinely and it's, yeah we we won't know i it's, mean because like prager you is so like the question is evil that, right like, like i'd argue that i mean I, I don't even feel like this is a hot take i feel like prager you is more like directly evil than fox
0: news probably
1: whereas like fox news is like kind of like almost lukewarm conservative takes at this point like it's just sure. kind of the norm and then Prager you kind of takes it further sure. so i have to wonder if like that ideology transfers to like their company policies and shit
0: maybe the question is 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 if dennis prager is just an asshole or if he's a or if he's an idiot
1: yeah is he a dipshit too yeah i mean i think he's a dipshit but for I, other
0: reasons i i don't know i mean he's he's pretty you know he's pretty powerful and 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 wealthy that makes me feel like he would have gotten it but who knows i mean stranger things have happened and he's really old and stupid right (laughs)
1: like i just want him to have no credit for anything
0: right Uh, uh whatever so decent start to the week so far i haven't heard anything about ben garrison how he's doing I can only assume... Uh, well, we'll I, the next thing we'll hear is is either just, uh, oh, I'm fine now, or him being dead. If he is still having it and getting worse, I doubt they would say something.
1: Yo, they, um... There hasn't been a news article about it since three weeks ago. Like.
0: Yeah, so he's probably either already dead or about near death, or he's getting better because he has... Because like you know he's got he's got that like thing where all the terrible people who get it, it's like all the terrible people who've gotten it on like a certain level like have been spared, and then all the people below them have have died. Like you know like like Trump and all the politicians who've gotten it have been okay, for the most part, and uh, you know. But then you have all these radio host guys and Herman Cain and all these people dying. But it's like once you get to like a certain echelon, it's like uh, you're 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 blessed with some sort of dark energy to, to avoid death yeah right but I,
1: okay his twitter is still active but um it said okay in his bio his wife tweets so I don't know hmm. I'm really interested I'm Well, curious I
0: guess we'll see uh you know much to my uh you know much to how I wish I I, I I didn't plan it coming off of obviously last month's theme and topic and then we had to take that week off um you know october's been a little more scattered in terms of of planning episodes but we still have this week and next week um for ep- for topics so in the in the mood of it being october uh I figured I would pick Um, sort of horror movie tonight. Or at least, I don't know if you can call this a horror... It's definitely, like, horror-adjacent if it's not technically horror. Um, I'd say it's horror, basically. It's it's a horror movie uh, in honor of this spooky month. And it is 1987's Street Trash.
1: Street Trash.
0: Now, Austin, uh, I didn't even tell you what the movie was because I forgot until we started... So we hopped on the, the podcast recording here. So uh, you're fresh into knowing what this topic is or not knowing. So yeah. what questions do you have?
1: All right. First off, I got to ask, is it from the 90s?
0: No, I just said it's from 1987.
1: Oh, I missed that part. Somehow I zoned out. Okay. Silly me. Um, okay. Okay. Rapid fire off the top of my head. Just making these up as I go. Is it about an evil street sweeping truck? that eats people along with the street trash
0: uh no it's not but i would definitely watch a movie yeah that if it existed
1: that'd be really fun uh i just you know weird almost horror vibes is what i was you know that'd be a cool time like a possessed street sweeper
0: right that would be
1: good i like that sucks people up and grinds them into bits yeah um okay okay any big names in it
0: no absolutely not
1: didn't think so what was its budget
0: uh Low? Hmm. probably let me see uh let's see I don't know if I can find this I mean it was certainly not high if uh, cuz it's pretty like in I would say independent sort uh here no budget according to this estimated on IMDb uh 500,000
1: <laughs> Okay that's a lot of money but not for a movie
0: not for a movie so very um, quite low actually. Someone
1: gave me 500 grand I could open a restaurant right That couldn't make a movie. right um, Okay okay. what's the name of the director?
0: The name of this director is J Michael Murrow. That's a good name.
1: Like that's like a quality name, you know what I mean that's like a that's like a, a like a late 1800s political author name. I feel like.
0: <laughs> yes. And I believe this, well, the the short film this was based on and then this film is his only uh, movie directed, um, his only film that he's directed. He has done some TV. But uh, he is also fairly prolific as... A camera operator working oh. on such films as uh, multiple James Cameron movies, the oh. bi- including The Abyss, Terminator 2, oh my God. True Lies, and Titanic. And then, okay. based on, um, oh, also, Dances with Wolves, not a James Cameron movie, but Dances yeah. with Wolves, um, mm-hmm. He would then go on to be a uh, fairly, su- or has been a fairly successful uh, director of photography, aka cinematographer, um, including the, which this was nominated for a BAFTA for Best Cinematography, the uh, 2004 Oscar sensation, uh, Crash, about, about how being. Ra- Crash is the notorious Oscar winner about, uh, it's a kind of like multiple stories intersect movie, but it's about how racism is bad. Um, but it is very, it, it, is, it, is, it is almost, um, you know, in, it's almost like people consider it the, one of the worst films to ever win Best Picture. Uh, <laughs> oh, and and no. since it won in 2004 or 2005, I guess, um, it has just been, uh, f- you know, further derided uh and yeah so he's done a lot of good work and then that he did that so he did crash which i'm sure our listeners uh some are familiar that he would also be the the dp on rush hour (laughs) three uh you remember the last mimsy austin the what the last mimsy it was a 2007 science fiction, science, science fiction adventure drama film family film. And it's like, oh, I'm sure you remember it. It's like these two kids, and they find this little weird doll. But then they also get, like, <gasps> telekinetic powers, oh, yeah. and they're hunted what by the, the government. Fuck?
1: You, you just unlocked some weird memories about that movie. I didn't – I watched that. In, like, an after-school program in elementary school, in, like, the movie room. You know, like, it had, like, different sections that you could go hang out in and like, the movie. Oh, my God. What the hell was that movie? Yeah. I don't know. I I remember remember it being weird. Yeah, I remember they plugged the doll into a computer at one point. Yeah, it was, like... In, like, a very blue and gray science lab-looking thing.
0: It was kind of like E.T., where they were, like, being hunted by the government because of it. last Mimsy. What the fuck? I have
1: I sw- Okay, so, like, I feel like sometimes I don't remember, like, bits of my childhood for some reason until someone else brings it up, and then all of a sudden it's like, whoa, yeah, that still exists in my head. Right. I don't
0: know what that's about.
1: Yeah, oh my god, I fucking remember this. This is so weird.
0: He did, He he's done some other stuff, you know, up until 2018, according to this, anyway, uh, including also the 2011 rom-com starring anna faris and chris evans what's your number oh so what a, what a combo so he has a you know fairly successful career on like mainstream movies which makes the uh subject matter of this film all the more uh interesting the writer of the film um would go with the writer of the film, a guy named Roy Frumkes, Frumkes, mm-hmm. uh, who would go on to be a director in his own right. He said, um, he's quoted with saying in terms of the script, I wrote it to democratically offend every group on the planet. And as a result, the youth market embraced it as a renegade work and played it midnight, sh- played it and it played midnight shows.
1: Oh my God
0: so and i think he's he 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 succeeded in some regard i mean there's certainly objectionable material in this movie oh god both both of the entertaining variety and of the did you really need to put that in there variety Oh uh and we'll get to it um what's the
1: runtime of this movie
0: uh the runtime of this movie is 101 minutes which is like an hour and a half yeah, like but hour, it feels longer 40. it not gonna lie it kind of drags in the middle
1: huh
0: um i will say also according to imdb and wikipedia uh the the one and only director hollywood icon and lover of young boys of mm. allegedly brian singer worked as a grip on this film Ooh. oh hashtag uh jeffrey epstein brian okay brian singer out brian with with brian singer working on this film it shouldn't have been called street trash it should have been called um uh, what are you about to say pedo trash that was a good one got him really hit the nail on that uh brian singer of course uh director of hit Critical Darling, Bohemian Rhapsody, until he was replaced. And then it won an Oscar. That movie was not good. Yeah, well, and it was directed, mostly directed, by a pedophile. Allegedly, don't sue us, this is a comedy podcast, and everything we say is joking.
1: Right, but, like, aside from that, not a good movie.
0: No, not a good movie. That movie, Uh, yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Let me see, um... Anything else? I mean, there's some other parts that uh, that I will get to when we talk about the film, but those are the main facts I wanted to tell you. Um, it is. I will say that this film has become sort of a underground cult classic, specifically in the genre, the subgenres in horror of. Um, splatter movies, but also kind of it, this uh, its own genre that are that it has been referred to as melt movies.
1: Oh my god! I'm so excited to hear about this.
0: So you can uh, you can infer on what that might mean for this film.
1: Oh man, I hope the villain melts people.
0: Anyway, do you have any further questions on Street Trash, Austin? No okay well with that you want to get into it
1: yeah let's jump right into it
0: All right, so Street Trash. Um, street Trash, Street Trash. Yep, that's the name.
1: I said it twice.
0: Um, I wanted to point out that I did like that at the beginning. Apparently, one of the production companies that worked on this is called Chaos Productions. Nice. So, I, uh, well,
1: I knew of someone who, like, inherited money and uh, started an LLC to, like, manage the money, you know? Right. And because... You don't have to, like, publicly do business as whatever you call your LLC. He literally called... It was literally, like, Dragon Killer LLC. <laughs> like, just for fun.
0: That's nice. Which
1: I think that's a good time. Anyway.
0: Hmm. Yeah. Well, uh, so this film is set, shot in, and set in a wonderful, uh, apocalyptic, uh, pre, a, a beautiful, yet also terrifying, I would say pre-Rudy Giuliani, New York, uh, when, when, it, when it was still very much uh, uh, a mix between uh, a post-apocalyptic hellscape and a beautiful uh, historic city. Um, yeah. And so we open and we eventually end up on this hobo guy, you know, your typical scruffy beard, long hair. Yo- he's a younger guy. Uh, and this guy comes out and puts the trash outside, goes back in, uh, to, I can't tell if it was a shop or his house, but anyway, the sneaky hobo guy kind of creeps behind him and follows him inside, uh, without his knowing, uh, the, the guy he's following bends down and he, the hobo gets a fart right in his face. Nice. Uh, and then, uh, once he's spotted, he grabs a bottle of liquor from the guy's, uh, house and runs out and in an ensuing chase takes place where in the process our hobo guy also steals uh money from another homeless person Aww. and then causes a car crash uh so then that guy's chasing him nice. he ends up running uh climbing up a fire escape and into a building that's on fire uh, including when he, when he runs into the building, he climbs up the fire escape through a window, ends up in the bedroom of two people, uh, having sex and he and and he's... yells at them to get out of the building cause there's a fire and you see the guy and the girls full uh, Dick and, uh, Bush, uh, full, nice. full frontal. Uh, they Dick run... and
1: Bush is my favorite comedy duo.
0: It's my favorite president and vice president. Yeah, that's true. Uh, it was right in front of me and I didn't even, it's okay. Everyone. Um, and eventually, he escapes all the people chasing him uh, by jumping in the back of a garbage truck. Um, however, uh, when he has to jump out as the garbage truck starts to, um, you know, compact trash, yeah, yeah. he accidentally leaves the money he, he <sighs> grabbed behind. That fool. Um, but he still has the booze, at least. At um, least he, he's
1: got that going for him.
0: Yes, the person he stole the money from, who it turns out is kind of the henchman of this, uh, psycho, um, uh, Vietnam, uh, uh, veteran homeless mm-hmm. guy who kind of is like the king of the homeless people in the junkyard uh the guy that was had the money that was stolen he was like going around like collecting debts from people to give to this kind of like overlord guy and so though he tells the overlord guy how this uh our main character stole the money from him and the overlord the evil guy says i'll rip his liver out of his ass
1: interesting method but i respect it
0: right uh, not,
1: not the route I would have picked, I'll be honest
0: Sure Well, we cut and we are in a liquor store And the owner is trying to clean up stuff in the back And in the process, uh, behind a uh, panel on the wall He finds a dusty box seemingly hidden uh, And in the box he finds a uh, 60-year-old liquor from the 1920s Fuck Called yeah. Tenafly Viper Uh Fly Viper, okay, which I will just refer to as Viper from here on out. Sure, sure. Uh, and he's like, well, this is great. I'm going to sell this for a dollar a little bottle. Uh, and uh, so he puts that out, The six-year-old liquor. Uh, our main character, who we've just followed, whose name is Freddy, uh, comes in the shop and uh, ends up stealing, uh, you know, picking up one of the bottles when the main guy is not – when the owner is not looking – so, Freddie steals one of these six year old bottles of liquor. Um, meanwhile, uh, he, um, he leaves. We see this kind of psycho, our main villain, homeless guy, Bronson. He gets into an altercation with a yuppie couple who, when they stop at a street light uh, in, in, in this neighborhood, Bronson comes up and the, the, hus- the, the boyfriend is like, uh, Oh, were you a vet? You know, I'm a. I'm a I, I go down. I'm in the reserves. I go down on the weekends to you know wherever and, and train. It's pretty fun. And then uh, then in the process, the uh, Bronson, the the evil guy, yeah. takes him out of the car and and throws him through the car's windshield, killing oh him, God. killing this yuppie, uh, calling him in the process weekend warrior, uh, and and leaves him for dead. Um, while. Um, this guy is uh, – this uh, another the, another guy comes up to our lead, Freddy, as he's sitting on the sidewalk and uh, steals the liquor in the process, um, the the Viper bottle, from Fred without his knowledge. Um, he goes so to – So now this
1: liquor has been stolen twice.
0: Yes, it's been okay. stolen from the store by Freddy and from Freddy by this other guy. Uh, this other guy, there's a great shot where it, he's walking up to, like – an old dilapidated door that says like ladies as if it's a restroom and then Uh it zooms out and it's like a doorway standing but like in the building is like half collapsed and like nothing connected to the doorway uh so he could you know easily just gotten in in, around the doorway but instead he walks through the doorway into this half collapsed building he goes and sits (laughs) on
1: that makes me think of um in the naked gun movies when they would go into the evidence room yes or like the the like the lab in the police station and like someone would walk through the door and he would just walk around the set. Yeah. Yeah. Love that shit. Uh,
0: so this guy who stole the bottle goes and he sits on a toilet in this half, uh, collapsed building and he has himself, uh, he drinks the tin of fly Viper. He has some, he has a drink, has a sip, uh, a chug of it. And, um, suddenly he starts, uh, freaking out, Suddenly, blue goo starts leaking out of his his mouth and seemingly his skin, and he begins melting. Uh, like oh. his his uh, his skin starts melting off, and there's goo melting out of him, and his well, like, like
1: the Nazis and Raiders of the Lost Ark.
0: A, a bit, but a little mm. more, a little more gooey, like slower yeah there's and it's like his bones seem to be like breaking off breaking apart like his legs break off from his body and he reaches up to try to help pull himself up by grabbing like the flush chain on this old toilet and his arm rips off as he grabs the chain and he just melts completely until he is a literally like a slime puddle in the bowl of this toilet can Um, he still move
1: around no, he's basically oh, he's, he's dead.
0: basically dead. He melts into he dies and melts into a slime puddle in this toilet, um, all from drinking this old booze. Meanwhile, at huh. at the junkyard, uh, our 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 love interest Wendy, uh, who works at the junkyard, talks to Fred's brother, who also lives in the junkyard. They kind of have a little house uh, set up inside one of the abandoned cars in the junkyard um so she's talking to fred's like kid brother uh she's yelled at to come back to work over the intercom by the boss of the junkyard who's this big awful fat guy uh who who basically like harasses her and and tells her to get back to work and she gives him shit uh meanwhile this um this bum in a tuxedo goes into the liquor store gets a bottle of the viper uh and um let's see oh yeah and he he goes back to his his living place which is a fire escape and he says there's a there's a cat on the fire escape as he goes to start drinking the viper and he holds the viper out to the cat and says um one drink from this and fuck skim milk (laughs) uh but anyway I, uh, he fucks get milk to begin with though i'll be honest true if you're gonna drink milk come on drink just it a whole regular um so he drinks the viper and he literally melts like through the bars on the fire escape he's sitting on and melts onto to some like yuppie business people walking below specifically one guy who gets it all over his face no. and he like runs back to uh, just uh like on his way to his uh, fire escape, the, the bum past the the murder scene at the car that's being investigated from the guy getting thrown through their windshield. This yuppie that gets it on his face runs kind of back down the street to where the ambulance and cops are, and he's screaming, obviously, and he takes the hands away from his face, and the the, the, the goo from this guy who, on the fire escape, has literally also melted his face. Um, <laughs> and so, um, meanwhile, at the... Uh, back at the... Um, the junkyard, Bronson, the evil hobo king guy. Um, and um, he is envious and jealous of Wendy, this hot lady who works at the junkyard who's spending time with Fred and his brother, Kevin. Mm-hmm. Uh, and um, he is obviously envious and kind of frustrated uh, and, and and is jealous of them. Uh, meanwhile, we meet... Our, Kind of the uh, a sidekick character for Freddy, whose name is Bert, who's a fellow bum. He's a black guy, and he goes around. And he has a uh, he has a gas mask. He likes to wear nice. Uh, and he's he's kind of an older guy, an older guy, and he takes some of money that Fred and Kevin have, and he to go get food to make dinner, which he goes into the store into the store, and he just begins shoplifting everything.
1: That's smart.
0: Putting it all down his pants, like tens of items all just down his pants uh but he He better
1: hope he's got some tight ankles on those pants
0: but while he's going around doing this uh he he walks up to like a half watermelon picks it up and then shakes his head and puts it back down and takes (laughs) a cantaloupe from next to it which i can only assume is I, i thought that was like a clever kind of like uh you know stereotype uh sort of subversion yeah um which was funny um Nice. Eventually, uh, this old lady comes up and sees him stealing some food, and she's like, "I'm telling the manager about you." And he this obviously upsets Bert, uh, and he says, uh, and he says some, you know, he throws some great jabs and uh, and remarks towards this old lady, including telling on me. What what she think this is junior high? Uh, Nice. And then when um, he also calls her a honky skim milk snitch ass motherfucker. Ooh, that's the second time skim milk has come up. Yeah, it's true. Uh, anyway, this this younger black guy who's like the manager comes up and confronts Bert about stealing. Bert basically is like, "Oh, you're gonna believe this old white lady over me? That's discrimination!" Uh, and eventually, Bert, you know, refusing to pay or or or. Uh, you know, um, admit that he's stopless. and stuff literally is just like, fuck this. I have, I, and he just walks through like the plate glass window, like at the front of the store. Oh my god. He just walks through it, and is he basically like as uh, like a what the fuck are you gonna do like intimidation tactic? And that's it. He just does that and just walks off with the food, and no oh, one I stops try him. I sometime. I know it's a good idea. Um, meanwhile, back at the junkyard, Bronson, our villain guy he had, we learned that he was a hitman uh, in Vietnam oh and uh, and he was he was apparently like such like a crazy uh, like murderer he he, he walks around now and he has a knife made from a human femur bone oh my
1: god this is the hardest bone in your body
0: yes uh, we're also told that the cop who's kind of uh, investigating uh, starting out with that guy getting thrown through the car, but now he's also been made aware of these melting people. He had he, he's so frustrated and, and hard on these bums because he was sent to this neighborhood for accidentally starting a gunfight, uh, and so he's been basically put on prob- probation, had his gun taken away, and sent to like the worst neighborhood. <laughs> oh, God, uh, we Bronson uh, at his little junkyard throne. Uh, has a Vietnam f- flashback uh, or dream, I guess you could say, fantasy um, about him killing people in Vietnam and then basically having, um, you know, uh, rape uh, sex with Wendy, uh, though we cut away before seeing anything too bad. That, I mean, uh, yeah. there's a, there, there, we'll get to some in a bit including in just a minute there is too much rape in this movie austin oh no thankfully it doesn't ever show anything like in graphic detail which is good brought up too much but it's brought up way too i mean like i get that it's trying to like be offensive in every way possible and be sleazy but like i feel like it was already doing that and none of the rape stuff is even obviously like it's not really interesting or like funny so it's like if anything it's just like cringeworthy compared to like the actual funny like gross out ridiculous stuff (laughs) which some of which we'll get to even later that you know that we haven't covered yet anyway um fred uh basic oh yeah see we're kind of this is what we're in like the rape section of the movie because there's like three things in a row Mm. uh including next fred freddy you all out there's this drunk uh lady outside of a restaurant throwing up and she's so drunk that she goes with fred because she thinks he's Uh, her boyfriend it turns out she's the girlfriend of like a mob guy um and basically fred takes her all the way back to the junkyard it's unclear i couldn't tell if he actually had sex with her or if they like if they didn't get all the way but uh basically they 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 make out and he make he strips her clothes off and they at least get close to having sex before um all of the bums outside in the junkyard mostly like bronson's henchmen watching get so horned up that they literally like start they tear into freddie and kevin's house and s- basically drag the woman out oh screaming God. and i apparently according to IMDb, the actress who played this drunk girl uh was literally like assaulted on the new york subway in her life and this scene literally caused her to have like uh, like ptsd breakdown oh, about it God. which is not good at all no that's fucked uh yeah definitely bad so um so that's a bad look yeah bad look and uh the the next day in in this continuing unpleasant section the boss character who's literally like you know three four hundred pounds is literally kind of like You know, like climbing on top of Wendy as she sits in a chair, despite her protestation and just trying to like kiss her and like make her like kiss him and stuff. And she eventually like gets him to leave, which then he walking around the junkyard finds the washed up on the edge of the water dead body of that. The girl you were just talking about her dead body. Oh, my God. So one, she's been she was killed last night, uh, you know, after presumably being uh you know torn apart by all these horny guys and now the boss finds her and he like goes down there and we see him uh the last thing we see before we cut is the boss uh taking one of the legs and spreading it apart
1: good god
0: uh it meanwhile uh bronson is uh gets mad at freddy and he starts strangling him, but as he's strangling him, a guy, unbeknownst to Bronson and unbeknownst to this guy, this guy sticks his dick kind of through a hole in the wall to pee, uh, but this little hole in the fence is, ends up peeing right onto Bronson. So Bronson literally grabs this guy's dick and chops it off. Oh, my God. Leading to one of the best scenes in the movie where all these guys in the junkyard begin playing, tossing around this guy's severed penis playing keep away as he runs after them trying to get it back. I
1: don't think that'd be my first reaction if I just got my dick chopped off.
0: So, well, he's trying to get it back so he can go get it reattached or something. So they all toss this dick away, playing keep away, uh, and eventually this guy grabs his dick back, but he can't get a cab or anything because no one wants to take him. So the lo- we see him like kind of like hanging on to the back of a school bus, severed penis in hand, uh, hope you know on his way to wherever, hopefully, and you know to get it reattached or something. Holy shit. Uh, which, that was a fun scene. Um, but, uh, yeah, we also see, you know, we see the boss, uh, you know, we, it's basically implied that the boss uh, has sex with this dead body.
1: Right, yeah, More. it seems like more than implied.
0: No, it's completely implied, because then it shows him, like, zipping up his pants later. Um, oh, yeah, yeah. So, uh, meanwhile, uh, Freddy admires, he goes in and uses the bathroom in the in the office for the junkyard and this guy takes out his dick and Freddy admires it but then it turns out the guy he's the dick whose dick he's admiring is a mob hitman who comes he has come to kill Freddy for stealing the girlfriend um which, uh, they get into a fist fight, but suddenly the cop who's been investigating all this shows up, and then he gets through a, uh, he, he basically takes over and fights this hitman, eventually, uh, knocking him out, taking his body into the bathroom, and then sticking his finger down his throat, causing it, so that he can throw up on the, uh, unconscious, uh, mob hitman.
1: Oh my god.
0: Also stealing his gun in the process. Um... And as the cop is leaving the junkyard, he basically came to, you know, he, he, he came by because he's like warning Bronson and Bronson's been like, you know, I'm coming after you. Uh, as he's leaving, um, he tells the boss, he's like, oh yeah, and that body that washed up, uh, yeah, we've checked it. And, you know, it had multiple, uh, it had multiple like male DNA inside of it, including one that had syphilis. Uh, and so, like, uh, now the boss is, like, scratching himself and, like, uh, his crotch, and it's implied that the boss got syphilis because he has had sex with this dead body. Oh, my God. Um, anyway. What the fuck is this movie? Yeah, well, uh, yeah. Kevin and Freddy get into a fight. They're, they're having tough times. Meanwhile, the cop gets into a fight with Bronson and is eventually stabbed by Bronson mm-hmm. in the back, and then he's strangled. The cop dies uh this fat bum uh gets a hold of the viper and drinks it right as uh Freddy has gotten another bottle of it and is about to drink it however when this fat bum drinks it he basically like literally inflates and then explodes like oh, shooting uh, goo out everywhere no. and like Freddy is a little bit away and like is sees it and he's like oh my god I can't drink this uh but I know what I can do with it cuz he basically realizes it's like toxic he right. goes to the 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 henchman guy he stole money from earlier and who's been harassing him. And he basically goats the henchman into drinking it um, uh, by like being like, wow, he's, you know, you're such a loser. And I, you know, screw you. Look at me. I got booze and you don't. And, you know, the guy beats him up and takes the booze uh, just as Freddie wants. He drinks the booze and his basically body melts into purple goo and his like chest cavity melts into his legs and uh, melts into a puddle. Fred uh, is tries to run to the store in time to tell the liquor store guy about the viper and not to drink it, but it's too late because uh, he just started drinking it, and he the the liquor store owner stumbles out into the street, uh, melting. And um, then, uh, meanwhile, Kevin, the little brother, starts to feel up windy, and like he's like definitely like he's not of age. He's like he's like a young teenager. He's yeah. like sixteen at most. Uh, feel up Wendy, and Wendy's like, okay, I'm sure, fine, uh, and like starts stripping for him in the office at the at the junkyard. And right as they're about to have right, as she's about to have sex with this minor, Bronson uh, bursts into the into the office, uh, jealous, and he begins chasing Kevin, uh, trying to kill him. Um, and um, oh yeah. First, Bronson's girlfriend, who's been like this lady he's had the whole time, she drinks the Viper, and her like boobs like melt off, and then like oh streams God. of goo, oh. streams of goo shoot out of her of her like chest where the boobs <laughs> were, uh, and then she you know melts and explodes. Uh, oh, so he runs in on Kevin and Wendy. He chases Kevin around. Fred arrives at the shop in time and throws Viper on Bronson, but it's not enough. It just kind of like melts some of his face, but Bronson's mm-hmm. still going. And right as he's about to strangle and kill Freddy, uh, Kevin saves the day by aiming, like, a... I guess it's... I can tell if it was, like, oxygen, you know, like, pressurized or if it was, like, some sort of, you know, CO2 or something. He aims, like, one of those big, like, canisters of, like, gas uh, at Bronson and, like, hits it with, like, something to make the top come off. And so this canister, metal canister, shoots uh, and basically... Uh, just, um, you know, tears through Bronson and literally it's, like, uh, it tears, like, his head and chest off and his body with this huge, just, like, U-shaped chunk out of, like, the top where his head and chest would be is just, like, standing there with, like, blood pouring out of it as his head is, like, on the ground. Uh, This is just,
1: like, so gratuitous.
0: Well, that's the point, I think. Yeah. Uh, And then um, at the end, the the mob... There's been this whole subplot where the mob guy's angry at this valet kid outside his restaurant for letting his girlfriend get taken and right as he's about to kill the kid uh he drinks the viper and then this mob guy melts and that's the end of the movie what really that's just how it ends yep i was literally about to ask i'm
1: like like there's not a cohesive plot there
0: no there's definitely not and it's
1: just like a bunch of shit that happens
0: yeah and i i want to talk about that was you know I, let's let me let's take a break and then we'll talk about it because there's I have a lot of thoughts on the flaws of this movie, but also some of the things that I liked. So we'll okay. be right back to you. Oh, why don't you work
1: like other folks do? How can I get a job when you're holding down to Hallelujah? I'm a Hallelujah, Bum again, Hallelujah, give us a handout to revive us again. Oh I went to i and I knocked on the door. The lady said, Strambum, you've been here before. Hallelujah, I'm a bum. Hallelujah, bum again. Hallelujah, give us a handout to revive us again. Yeah, I went to that house and I asked for some bread. The lady said, Strambum, the baker is
0: dead. Hallelujah, I'm a bum.
1: Hallelujah, bum
0: again. Hallelujah, give us a handout to right. revive so yeah, that was Street Trash, and I'll yeah, say sure this: was. I said this, uh, you know. I basically, if you haven't seen like a ridiculous, like over-the-top, cartoony, gory movie before, like a splatter movie in this genre, first off, I would say don't waste your time with Street Trash. Watch Peter Jackson's Brain Dead slash Dead Alive. It's it's called Dead Alive, and when it was released here, I think um, it is ridiculous, over-the-top, gory, but it's actually like. Compelling and like uh, well shot, and all the char- the characters are actually interesting, yeah. uh, and much more entertaining than this. But also with all the crazy gore. In terms of Street Trash, I'll say this: it's yeah, it's very much aimless. What it does, what I think is what I what I think it did well. Obviously, it has all these ridiculous, over the top gore splatter. You know, car- almost you know cartoonishly over the top scenes of people drinking this liquor and melting and a guy getting his dick chopped off and then them playing keep away with it. Uh, So it needed more of that. What it needed less of again, weird cringy, like pervy rape stuff that, you know, basically is like not as it, you know, despite it trying to be offensive, it's not as really offensive as it is just like eye roll inducing and being like, you know, nowhere near as, you know, interesting or entertaining obviously because i don't find that stuff entertaining uh as people drinking booze that causes them to melt into goo like if you had the choice between those two i think i would know the one people would pick
1: yeah absolutely
0: um and then the other problem yeah it's very aimless it the plot feels all over the place causing it to really drag it has this whole part with this cop that feels unresolved because he just gets killed it, this whole part with bronson and like the evil bums is like it feels completely like i feel like it could be worked in in a way but it's like completely separate from anything having to do with the oh you know melting the the toxic liquor i they should have just focused on this toxic liquor yeah and made that the focus instead they throw in all this other stuff that like anytime that it's happening on screen you're mostly just like can we get back to to this whole plot about people drinking liquor that causes them to explode
1: no you like when When you were telling me about it, like, at first, like, talking about the first character that gets introduced and then stealing the liquor and all that, I was like, okay, this is a setup to this story about this liquor and this liquor store selling it. Right. And, like, not realizing what it's doing to people. Right. That would be an interesting movie, I think. Like, even if it was, like, cheesy and weird and shitty effects, you know, that would be fun to watch, I think. So. And so then it goes from that to just, like. Like the unhoused mafia, yeah, I know. Doing fuck shit, yeah, just fucking around and fucking corpses. Like it didn't. The transition didn't make sense to me, right? Like because of how unorganized it felt, I didn't expect it to end right there because I was still waiting on the story to come back.
0: Right, like they they don't really resolve anything with the liquor. No, yeah. Um, I do feel another a good thing about it. Um, someone described it well um it this was uh let's see um yeah this is from chuck bowen of slant magazine uh described it um as he let's see um oh no no that's not it um well okay sorry uh i actually this is um all horror a review on the the website all or someone called it um the title might lead you to think its purpose is to shine a light on how trashy the homeless are but it actually succeeds in showing how trashy everyone is and a guy named brian eggert on deep focus review said oh wait no that's not that's not the one i wanted where's there was one that i really liked um Oh, yeah, here we go. The, I was right. Chuck Bowen of Slant Magazine says, it's a 1980s American film like Repo Man that celebrates the proletariat's resigned disenfranchisement as a badge of aesthetic honor. So I in that same idea, I kind of do like how it's this, I feel like it's an accurate representation of this late 80s kind of like literal melt, you know, or not literal, metaphorical meltdown yeah. of like societal uh, and cultural, you know, um... Structure and order, as like you know, the haves and have nots get more and more uh separated, and this kind of 80s like consumerist nihilism. Uh, and I and I do feel like you know, some of the stuff trying to be offensive, like again, the stupid, awful rape shit they shouldn't have had in it. Uh, but stuff that I did like was like, even though these characters, you know, our main characters are homeless. You know, Freddie and Bert, and you know these people. Uh, they're shown. They're they're shown as being still like, uh, you know, worthy, decent people. They're not all yeah. shown as like being idiots. Um, you know, this the shoplifting scene is shown as like you know m- morally good, basically, which right, is he's not
1: portrayed as bad.
0: The villain ostensibly in Bronson, while he is homeless, he is like, what is he? He's like a uh, someone who who was in Vietnam but wasn't just like drafted or served. He was like an active like hitman and agent of like psych you like murdered yeah like psychotic murderer who seemed to have taken joy from it. There's right. a cop character who is like basically a you know reprobate uh, you know loose cannon who you know. Basically, the whole movie is derided by these by these hobos, and then obviously the boss character. While you know, it should have handled it should have handled the stuff with him better. I wish um, it still shows him. You know, it never shows him in the right. He's shown to be basically like an idiot and an uh, and, and uh, a loser, a buffoon. Um, so I mean, I think there's a lot of good details, but yeah, on the whole, it just never comes together and it feels like overall it's trying way too hard. Um, if I were to like write a remake of this film to make it try to make it better, I would basically have uh, the opening could be fairly similar um, you know up until Freddie gets the viper, the guy steals it and melts. yeah From there, I would have basically Freddie and let's say Freddie his brother, the girl and, and Bert um, discover, you know, the guy melted. And from there, they maybe like, you know, they're freaking out about it. They're like, oh, my God, you know, this people can't drink this stuff or we're going to like start fucking it's going to be like a we're going to it's going to be a toxic wasteland with people melting and exploding and other people getting hurt in the process. They maybe try to go to the liquor store to stop the guy. And he was like, are you kidding me? You know, of course, I sold it to. To, to all you bums were already sold out and they're like you know basically fuck you and they kill they kill that guy for like being yeah. an opportunist and like selling this stuff that's like 60 years old and awful um, or maybe he drinks it himself and dies and when they get there they realize he's already dead from it and he's already sold all the rest of it um, they maybe try to go tell the police and the police obviously blow them off because they're like oh you're just a bunch of t- stupid bums you know you're, you're, you're crazy you don't know what you're talking about Um, So then they're basically left on their own to try to stop um, the prolification of this stuff. Maybe via, you know, maybe the reason there's no more left in the shop is one of Bronson's men stole it and they're giving it out. And so they try to go tell Bronson to stop giving it to people. He doesn't want to. Then that causes them to have to fight Bronson. But it's all still connected to Freddie and the gang trying to stop people from drinking this uh, toxic liquor. And you could still have, like, all the ridiculous melting and stuff as they try to stop people, but it would be way more cohesive and, and focused and, and, I think, like, motivating, motivated in terms of plot.
1: Yeah, and you, and you could even still have all the weird, like, fuck shit going on. Yeah. But, like, make it in reference to the main story that's going on because, like, I'm genuinely – like, it flew by as you were telling me about it because I kept anticipating, like, okay, where's this going? Right. You know, like, that all felt like build-up. Right. I was like, we never got a third act, you know what I mean?
0: No, that's that's fair to say. It was just the first act. <laughs> Basically, uh, yeah, it just kind of ends. So, as it stands right now with Street Trash, I would say, again, if you want to see a movie kind of in this vein of, like, ridiculous over-the-top uh, gore and, you know, sleazy ridiculousness, just go watch Peter Jackson's Dead Alive slash Braindead it's incredibly entertaining, one of, the, one of the most entertaining, ridiculous, over-the-top movies I've ever seen. I love it. Um, but if you are interested in this movie, if you really like this genre, if you're really into weird movies, you know, kind of like me, if you're really into that, fine, maybe watch it just so you can say you've seen it for yourself. But for the majority of people, I would say you could probably look up online. There's probably like a compilation of all the people drinking the stuff and it melting yeah. And just watch, like, a compilation of all the gore scenes so that you don't have to sit through all the rest of the boring stuff.
1: Yeah, no, that's a good idea.
0: So that's Street Trash, and, and that's what I recommend. I uh, gotta say, was a bit disappointed uh, going into it. I'd heard about it and how kind of crazy it was. And overall, a bit disappointed with its construction and lack of focus and it lacked And it lacking kind of the, you know, motivating factors. Because, uh, you know, we've watched movies of this ilk before. And, I mean, you know, a movie can be cheesy and and dumb and bad. But, you know, like, for instance, Chud, that had, like, a solid plot and a solid, you know, focus and, you know, even... You know, raps in themes and stuff, and you know, even though it's still very much of this kind of 80s low budget, you know, horror thing, so it's definitely possible, it's just, uh, you know, it, it just takes a little more effort. Yeah, so that's street trash.
1: That certainly is. If you all will shut your trap, I will, I will tell, tell you about, about a chap that, that was broken up, up against it and threadbare. He was not the kind that of shirked, he was looking hard for work, but he heard the same old story everywhere. Tramp, 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 keep on a tramp, 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 nothing doing here for you. If I catch you round again, you will wear the ball and chain, keep on tramping, that's the best thing you can do. He walked up and down the street, till the shoes fell off his feet, in the house he spied a lady cooking stew. And he said, how do you do? May I chop some wood for you? What the lady told him made him feel so blue. Tramp, 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 keep on a tramp. Tramp, 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 nothing doing here for you. If I catch you round again, you will wear the ball and chain. Keep on trapping, that's the best thing you can do. Cross the street, a
0: sign he read, Well, Austin, uh yeah, that's that's this week's movie. You know, in hindsight... I do. Um, I, I I watched it Sunday, and then I had to work on something last night, so I didn't have a chance to watch something else. I was I wanted. I was tempted, based on my disappointment, to have another topic of this week. But I think it's good sometimes to talk about a movie that is clearly flawed and even disappointing. In that, like like we just did, we talk about. I think it's fun to talk about the flaws of a movie and how uh, how we view a, uh, solution to those flaws. Um, I think that's interesting to talk about sometimes. So, you know, hopefully the audience finds that interesting as well. Yeah, I'd say Austin, uh, to end this episode I know you had a, something to talk about in regards to your band, which I know we've talked about on this show some, but I realize that it was dumb because we've never actually played, one of the songs as, as one of the music breaks for the show. And so I definitely wanted to do that. And this is, so why don't you talk about that? So then we can play one at the end.
1: All right. Well, we're a, uh, a four piece, a hardcore emo band called Headwake, W-A-K-E, not like the owl from Harry Potter. Um,
0: That's Headwig.
1: I know. But like, if you say Headwake quickly. I guess so. people. I've had so many people be like, Oh like that owl? And it's like no 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 like Well those W-H. people are just
0: losers is what we call Ooh, them. I
1: agree and we've talked about just naming one of our songs unrelated but like naming one of the songs no not like the owl from Harry Potter.
0: <laughs> you should just name a song called Fuck Harry Potter.
1: Yeah, that's a good one too. Um but I play drums and uh next week uh Thursday the 28th um we're playing in a battle of the bands which is cool. I didn't you know you don't see those too often I feel like and a local like our local college radio station is uh, is uh, hosting one. That's, so that's fun. Neat. That'll yeah, be good. Uh, I think so. You going to win? Probably not.
0: Uh, where can people check out some of Hedwig's music if they're so inclined?
1: We are on every available streaming service. Um, we have three songs on there. Just search us up, baby.
0: I thought you had four.
1: No, it's a three-song EP.
0: Oh, okay real quick listen only take you about what 10 15 minutes or yeah, less at most. uh and it's fun if you like that sort of if you like a, a bit of uh, a bit of hard uh, like fast and angry and fast, sad music fast angry sad uh rock rocking out baby yeah baby so listen to Austin's band Please. and if you're in our local area and you know who you are if you are uh, go contact austin and and so you can find out about the battle of the band and go yeah, see
1: sure all the details
0: very very cool well that's today's episode and we hope you enjoyed it um until next time let's all keep our fingers crossed that dennis prager fucking dies <laughs> fingers crossed baby and again that's just a joke We're not being serious. Comedy podcast. Comedy podcast. Comedy podcast. Comedy podcast. You can't sue us. Goodbye.
1: Okay. So I can tell you